If you're reading along with us in our daily Bible reading, you know that we are in the book of Acts right now, the history book of the New Testament. And today, the 25th of January, this Tuesday, we're in chapter 14. I mentioned to you yesterday, uh, here in the book of Acts, we, we get the history behind what makes up a good majority of the, uh, of the New Testament, and that's the epistles, or Latin word for letters of the New Testament. Romans, 1st, 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and the rest of those are letters that Paul wrote to churches where he planted churches, uh, sent them to those towns, hence the name, you know, Corinthians for uh, those sent to the church in Corinth, uh, Romans, the church in Rome, uh, and, and so on. But here we get the history behind it and Paul's journeys to each one of those towns. You're probably familiar with the fact that Paul went on three missionary journeys. And here we come to the end in chapter 14, we come to the end of that first missionary journey. And we can tell it because Paul starts out in Antioch. It tells us that in um, in chapter 13. And it, by the time we get to the end of chapter 14, he's back in Antioch again. So there's his first run. He's going to make two more missionary trips, sometimes going back to those churches. Remember, Paul doesn't have the luxury of being able to give them a phone call, send them an email, regular mail, uh, do FaceTime with them, any of that. Uh, he depends on actually literally being there with them and then uses these letters to stay in touch with them. But in those letters, he did teaching, their sermons, their, their teachings about the faith. And the basics of our faith are taught in all of those epistles. Uh, what we believe that we're saved by grace through faith as a gift from God comes from those letters uh, that the Apostle Paul sent out and others. Uh, and that's where, that's where our doctrine and our teachings come from. So let's start in chapter 14 here as we read that uh, now Paul and Barnabas are in Iconium. Um, but notice the opposition that's always there. Verse 2 says, but the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles. But notice what happens there. Um, I don't know if you say it's because of the stir up, because Paul saw the challenge that those Christians had there. Uh, Paul's willing to, verse 3, remain there for a long time, speaking boldly for the Lord. And, and what a great example to you and me about how we need to be bold, despite the fact that we get opposition. And because we get opposition, because there are many people uh, that still need to hear the, the message of, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, and notice it says the people were divided, verse 4. They got to the point, verse 5, where they were going to try to mistreat them and maybe even stone them. Now keep that in mind because in a minute we're going to read about how they did actually stone Paul, but we'll get to that in just a second. But verse 7 tells us they continue to preach the gospel, remain faithful. As they do that, starting in verse 8, we read that God not only gave them the gospel, but at times he would also allow them to perform miracles. They, they made it possible for, through the power, not through their power, they're going to make that, make that obvious, uh, to heal a man who was crippled. Um, they look and they think that the gods have come down. And I, I wrote a little note there. I said in verse uh, 11, isn't it something? They thought that the gods had come down to us in the likeness of men. And you know what? How ironic. That's exactly what Jesus Christ did. The true God, the only God, came down to this world as a man, came down to us. Um, and that's the, that's the good news is that he did come uh, to be our Savior. Um, uh, when the people try to make uh, Paul and Barnabas their gods, they remind them, verse 15, we are also all men. Um, we're all men. And if you're a man, uh, to err is sinful. That's not, uh, that's not an excuse, but we know uh, that every man is a sinner. Uh, every man is going to die. That's the, uh, that's the verdict. Uh, and Paul and, and Barnabas say, we're no different than you. You need to believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Then it does happen to Paul. Look at verse 19. As they go, I came from Antioch and Iconium, 
um, it said, or that, that Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, they actually did stone Paul and they dragged him out of the city, supposing him to be dead. But it says the disciples gathered around him and Paul actually was not dead. He, he, rose, by, he rose to life, not resurrection, but he wasn't, he wasn't killed by the stoning, which is a complete miracle that that wouldn't have happened. And obviously God had more work for Paul to do and kept him going. And what does Paul do uh, after that happens? Um, most people would say, I'm going to quit doing that. I need to save my life. No, Paul said, Paul realized, if you go back to chapter 9 of Acts, that, that if it wasn't for God's grace, Paul was going straight to hell. He was persecuting Christians. He owed his life to God. Paul always remembered that and felt eternally indebted to God and therefore was willing to risk his life. Uh, Paul said, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. It's a win-win. If I'm alive, I get to serve Christ. If I die, I know where I'm going. And so what does Paul do? Verse 21, he continues to preach the gospel to that city. It doesn't stop him. Um, he goes on, verse 22, to strengthen and encourage uh, the disciples along the way. He and Barnabas do, uh, which is probably kind of a little bit of a play on words. Remember, the name Barnabas means son of encouragement. They were good at that. And then he gives us this phrase, which is a great one for us to remember. In verse 22, through many tribulations, we must enter the kingdom of God. Jesus said this life would not be easy. Follower of Jesus Christ must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow Jesus. But just remember that while that following may mean a cross, it also means we follow him all the way to heaven too. And, and we have that good news. Then in verse 23, we see some of the functional part of Paul's missionary work. Paul would plan a congregation, and then he would make sure that that elders, or in this case, uh, the elder there is not like our elder today, but pastors that were appointed in every one of those churches. Paul didn't want to leave those people without a teacher, and so he would make sure before he left uh, that he would appoint an elder or slash pastor there. You can read more about that when you go into your footnotes. You'll see that in... Um, Pretty sure it's in uh, second or it's in First Timothy. I know in Titus. Titus one verse five talks about the elders too. But I want to point out the word appointed there. When I'm looking at my notes, comes from the word that means hand. In other words, appointing was maybe they got together and they all raised their hands in support of, and it's where we get our raise your hand if you're for or raise your hand if you're against um, kind of thing. But it also has an Old Testament reference. Appointing them elders means they filled their hands with the responsibility of being a pastor there. And, and you can't fill the hands until you first get uh, clean the hands. And in Old Testament times, when they would, when they offer up a sacrifice, they would lay their hands on that sacrifice, lay those hands there again on that sacrifice, symbolically placing their sins on that animal and then sacrificing that animal. In other words, there needs to be forgiveness and then the hands can be filled uh, to go do the work uh, that they're called to do. Um, Paul and Barnabas then returned to Antioch. So first missionary journey is done. Uh, it's completed. Uh, but Paul, we know, is not going to be, not going to stop there. Um, he remembers that Antioch is a place where he was commended uh, to the grace of God for the work that, that uh, needed to be fulfilled. And uh, then he continued on, uh, verse 27 says, declaring, they, they declared all that God had, or they declared about all that God had done with them. In other words, Paul and Barnabas know it wasn't them. It was God working through them and to God be the glory. So God bless you as we continue to read this history about our brothers and sisters in Christ. Remember, we're living out the book of Acts in 2022 right now. 
and the same God, the same Holy Spirit is working through us. We proclaim the same gospel uh, that they did. And uh, uh, through many, through many tribulations, um, we, uh, we must enter the, uh, the kingdom of God, as uh, Paul reminded us there uh, and others too. So God bless you as you read.